So hello and welcome. We're going to have a case study with my client, Adam, where we're going to go through what he's achieved, what he's done, our time together, as Adam has gone through some amazing things, had an amazing transformation, but mentally has made a lot of progress before he even joined me and has just surpassed that and smashed every single goal he's faced, has faced challenges along the way. And I thought it's a really good opportunity to share his story, get his side of things and have a nice little chat. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity to show you guys as well. So without further ado, here is the case study we're doing with me. And Adam. So hello. This is going to be a little case study with my client Adam. I've been with Adam for around six, seven months now. February, March time. We had a fantastic journey so far. Going to go through why he wants to join me, what he's done so far, the challenges he's faced, and just have a little chat really because I want you to get to know one of the, probably the best journeys that I've actually seen. Even though we achieved a lot before working with me, things you've achieved while working with me are absolutely fantastic. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity for you to showcase yourself and yeah, get to know me and you a little bit more. So first question I've got for you, Adam, how did you first find me and when did we first meet and how did you actually find out about me? So I think I first met around about, I think it was about September or October because I remember it being not long before the November lockdown and it was literally just, I think we kind of just recognised each other because you obviously see the same, same faces like at the gym and stuff and I just remember one day just came over to me it was like one morning where there wasn't many people there you just came over and just asked me I think how I was getting on with doing that I was yeah. that I was doing we just kind of got to know each other from from there really and then after that like you kind of always made time to sort of like say hello and like come and have a, a chat to me and stuff when when I was in the in the gym and I remember one day I think you took my number because you said you that you were gonna um, like get me to come in and you'd sort of show me like a few a few things and go through some stuff with me and then and you you helped me on quite a few different occasions. You texted me, I think, or sent me a voice note in the November. The, the locked, time, yeah. Really nice, just asking how I was getting on with what I was doing and and how how I was and if I was doing okay with like whatever my like fitness goals were at that time. Um, and it just kind of went from from there, really. I seem to remember as well, you've done the accountability challenge. So how, how did you find that challenge? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did like it, yeah. Um, it was, I think the first one that you did was when the gyms had just reopened after they closed in, in November. And that yeah. was a nice thing to do to kind of get back back into a routine and stuff after having everything closed for yeah. November. Yeah, because I remember as well, when we used to exchange voice notes over the lockdown, you were struggling a little bit with your health and fitness and struggling to get a consistency. Yeah, that was, to be honest, that was probably the first time around about November, that was that was probably the first time that I really started to think about sort of taking things further. Because I think by then, um, I think I'd started, I think I'd started running by then. I think, I feel like November... I didn't do like the whole thing, but I think November, October or November was when I started um, like couch to 5k. And then that was something that kind of just came out of the blue that I'd never thought about. And I literally yeah. only did, did something to do because I'd got into a bit of a routine game. Then when they were closed again in November, all of a sudden, I was like, oh my God, my mind, I need something like my mind yeah. focus on. I started that was kind of a lot more consistent and successful with it than than I thought that I would be. And yeah. then when we went back to the gym, I think that was because I'd already achieved like quite a lot for myself in terms of like my like health and fitness goals and stuff. But that was the first time that 
I thought I'm, I feel like I'm kind of ready to look at how I can take this further now. No, yeah, I think to be fair, it does show it that, that that accountability group that even if you know what you're doing, even if you've got a rough idea what to do, just having that simple factor of having that bit of accountability and actually setting yourself some goals to do and just doing them, whether they're as simple as getting your steps or whether it's simple as drinking water, as simple as going for a walk or whatever it is, setting them goals and even putting them, making them public and having someone like myself keeping that, keeping actually keeping you to them. Where in the past you may have set them same goals, but you wouldn't have actually stuck to them. So it does show you that no matter what you do think thinking of, it's still really good to do things like that because it can keeping keeping you accountable is a massive thing in terms of actually achieving stuff and not just knowing what you need to do. There were things that I really didn't want to do <laughs> that I only did within that that group so it was good and that I think that kind of was the I'd heard obviously about that accountability and stuff but doing that um those little 10 in 10 challenges that you did that's the first time that I've actually been like oh god yeah this because there were things like I say that I just had to get through that I really didn't feel like doing but had that in my mind that said that I was that I was going to do it. No, yeah, and to be fair, some of the things that you did say then that were you really didn't want to do at the time. I think if you think about it now, some of them things you still do now and actually part of your routine and that you actually enjoy doing. So it does show you that some sometimes not all the time. I, I always say to you a lot, don't I? That if you don't enjoy something, don't do it. But there are there are certain things that you maybe at the start are a, bit, are a bit apprehensive or you don't really want to do. But then once you get into it, you really enjoy it. Like for example, I think one of yours was. Was it steps or was it the yoga that you wouldn't even have considered doing? I can't even remember now. It's like that feels like such a long time ago, and I, and I can't even remember what the things I said was. Now, um, I think one of them I put like I think I put yoga for one of them, and one was like um, I don't think it was steps, but I think it was to like either go for a run or a walk. And yeah, but. Um, I, I think I think there was a couple of gym ones as well because the gyms were open then, weren't they? Yeah, I remember at the time things like going to the gym or even not even what you were doing, even just the, the point of going. You struggled a little bit with in terms of being bothered or you didn't really want to go. And it's mad thinking now, considering that I think as you mentioned to me on on Sunday, the fact that you actually went not even for health and fitness, not even for lifting weights, just genuinely because you wanted to go and you felt like that was something that you actually wanted to get enjoyment from, which is really good. So that that's not the first time that I've that I've done that I've done that a few times where I've, I've I've kind of like I've done everything that I've wanted or needed to do in the gym that week and I've literally just gone well I'm just gonna go again and I've just done it for you know just some more something to do or just because I want to want to go and that is when it when I think about how many times over like the last probably like five or six years where I've always felt for like the gym was just something that I had to just do and I had I never hate but I've always felt like it's something that I've just got to do and just got to get through something I think I mean it become it just becomes part of like your your routine and obviously you're never gonna love it every single time no of course In, in terms of that as well I think if I remember rightly Right when you when you first asked going to gym when well not first started but when we first met each other and you was going to the gym you you were just doing things that you just didn't want to do and the things you were actually doing inside the gym I remember you used to go on the rower quite a lot you used to do a lot of cardio which ultimately we, when we have conversations you wouldn't actually be enjoying that much and now everything you do when you walk in you're not even bothered about going to the gym it's the more fact of I want to do these things which is really really good as well yeah I think before I was doing I, I was doing um cardio just because well I was I think I was more I was more kind of like focused on weight loss and I, and I didn't really I mean I'm lucky in that 
that I can run and that I enjoy running because that's sort of like that's my cardio done. Yeah. Um, but I never realised I didn't sort of consider that if you need to get that cardio in, you you don't have to be doing it on like a rower or a cross trainer or whatever. Like you don't even need to go for a run. Yeah. You? Like you can just yeah, walk. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, and I was doing. I was doing some things that are, like a lot of the like weight machines and stuff that we started off with I was doing I was doing that but I didn't necessarily understand how to like progress and how you are supposed to like push yourself and what the intensity is meant to feel like and I think like I vaguely remember when you showed me for the first time some of those machines I think I, I remember saying to you on more than a handful of them right I know that I'm doing this one yeah. like slightly wrong. Yeah. I've been doing it like slightly wrong for however many like years I'd gone on and off. But it's just um I think the thing with when I first sort of spoke to you, it was I wanted to just make sure that I was spending my time in there to get the most out of it, that it was actually productive. But unless you've kind of got someone yeah, I mean you can even think that you know what you're doing, but unless yeah, someone yeah. Don't really know. I think I remember on a few occasions actually with that point being said, there was a few times where we go on a machine where I'd need a start and you say, oh yeah, I know this one. And then when we do it, you'd be like, oh, I've been doing this completely wrong. But then there were others that I knew that I was doing wrong, but I just didn't, I just didn't like... There was to do. Yeah, so in terms of moving on now, so with all that being said, with all of when we first met, where we had communication or when I did help you, what actually made you choose to work with me? What made you actually take that step in working with me? So I think I do. So towards the towards like the end of last of last year and like the beginning of this year, I, I, I'd already started to sort of think because I obviously, as you know, I'd lost like a lot of weight and that was what I'd been like focused on for a long time. And I kind of got to more or less where I'd decided that. I, sort of needed to be like the yeah. you know sort of goal weight and I've maintained that for quite a few months and I'd always had at the back of my mind maybe I will sort of work with somebody like a personal trainer or something but just when I feel ready and when I feel like I'm going to benefit the most from it and but you would kind of like you sort of came along like the way that you did like I already knew you um and like we knew each other quite well when we started working together because yeah. of different like you'd already given me a lot of your time um and I didn't feel like I, I wanted to sort of work with you because of what we'd already sort of done together and, and just like the amount of help that you'd given me and I was at a point where I was sort of more or less ready and it wouldn't have I wouldn't have felt right going to somebody else but at the same time I don't know I've, I've sort of seen and, and I've spoke to other like PTs in the past and everybody, you get sort of different, there's all different like personalities and I, there's certain ones that, that obviously wouldn't work for, for me. But at the same time, I, I actually don't know if I would have had, even if there'd been somebody else where I'd have thought, oh, I like, yeah, I like them, look at them, they seem like my sort of person. I, st- I actually don't know whether I would have had the confidence to actually go to that person and go, I want to start having like PT sessions and I want to learn and stuff. But I think you saw that in in me, didn't you, a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I think it, Which it, it, I, where at the time, like, I think I, I, I just sort of thought, yeah, I'll, I'll 
I'll sort of be ready to kind of like move on to the next thing soon. And I didn't, I didn't sort of realise because I was never in that situation where, like, say I hadn't known you and I would have then gone, right, I need to like find a, P a PT. Like, I didn't realise at the time that I might not have even like felt comfortable doing that. Yeah, I think in terms of that, I think you, meant, you mentioned then about obviously, it's not just about finding the right person, it's about actually having the confidence to do that and having the relationship first and foremost, which is why a lot. Because I knew at the time, I think I remember I asked you the same question. I asked you if you wanted to start working with me and working together and working with the team that I've got a few a month or two prior. And I remember your answer was I think I think I remember you saying, Oh, I'm not I'm not too sure, or you're a bit, a bit like you pretty much said I'm not not right now, or I'm okay with what I'm doing, or I'm happy with the way things are going. And looking back now, that might have been a, a little bit of lack of confidence in you thinking, you know what, yeah, I actually feel okay with this person, and maybe you just need the time to actually get to know me a bit more, which I think some past trainers and actually some some people like like you as well. They forget that bit of interacting with the coach. They forget that you need to know them on a personal level first. And you need to actually know the person and know you use work one way together, but two actually feel comfortable in each other's company because you can have the best relationship in the world. You can have a laugh. You can do whatever. But if you're uncomfortable being yourself in front of someone else, it's never going to work. So that's the first thing we kind of established. Yeah, do you know what? For, for I don't know why, but for some reason. But I actually, I often think back to that conversation. So I think that was maybe one or two months before I actually started working with you. And, and I do, I think back to that conversation and like that day. So I think you said to me, come in and we'll like, we'll literally, we'll just have a chat and I'll just tell you. And like that day in my head, on the, like that morning on the way there, I was like, yeah, this is, this is it. I was ready to kind of go, yeah, let's do it. But something just happened when I was in that, just that situation with you. And I, I felt like I couldn't sort of communicate with you properly over what it was that we needed to talk about. And I felt like I wasn't clear on what I wanted. But I think there was a lot of things going on there because I think I didn't know, like you said, I think that was probably to do with, there was something in my mind that was thinking, if I want to do all these things and if I then get the support and put things in place where I can do that if if I can't make that work I don't know if I don't know what will happen then because like this is the this is almost like this is the most extreme thing that I've ever done like going okay I'm ready to have like a personal trainer and do all that and if I can't make that work what what's going to happen to me then and I think as well because I'd been so unhappy like in my body for so long like years I'd never been like faced with thinking about the fact that if you if you're going to sit with it with a personal trainer and talk about what you want to do and what you want to achieve I've got to talk about these things and I just wasn't ready to sit with you even though I knew you and you were a stranger I wasn't ready to sit and and have a face-to-face -face conversation with you about what I was unhappy with and in my every like routine body life everything I wasn't like prepared for that and it just sort of hit me and I just couldn't I just wasn't like ready to to do it yeah so in terms of that's a really good point actually I've got a separate point now a different question I was thinking then in terms of that that's one thing that I push quite a lot with having chats with get going over goals going over what you actually want because a lot of the time, I think when you look to get into a coach or you're thinking about getting any, any even an, even a bit of advice, people don't know what they want. And it's, as you may know, when we have chats and stuff, I, I do ask awkward questions and I ask very intrusive questions, but 
it's only from a case of I I explain to you and think you know the reason now and you you understand it and you you run with it, you run with it and you you do what I ask because you actually know the benefit. But I think a lot of people don't actually appreciate how important it is to ultimately know what you want and not just like a vague or oh, want this or whatever to actually know okay what do I actually want from this what do I want from my life why is this important to me not just for health and fitness but for for me and my lifestyle and my mental health and what what drivers what main key things. Uh, what what is this problem that I'm going through actually causing me, and what do I actually want? Because I think it's a question that not many people answer, and a lot of people who when I have consultations, the look at it a bit weird when you when you ask them these questions, like what are your goals or why do you want what you want, and they look at it a bit like, well, aren't you just going to do a few sessions with me? But it's really important, and I feel like at that moment, you as you said, you you weren't ready. You may have not. It wasn't a case of not seeing the value in the question. It was just that the questions put you in, into a bit of a can't, it's, it's hard to explain. It's like you you had to kind of really dig deep into yourself and into your head, and it was not. It's not an easy thing to do. It's not. It's it's not something that you can just you can straight away say an answer. Sometimes it can throw you off guard a little bit, and it can make you really really think about ultimately what you want. But I feel like after that conversation, even though at that time you kind of stepped back and it took you a bit by surprise and you walked away for that one thought too, I think long term, that really actually helped you establish what you wanted, and it made. The person you are now more driven to actually achieve what you want because you actually had that time to step back and think what actually do I want and why do I want this and what will this do for my life if that makes sense I mean I think when I think when when uh, when you're talking about um like whether it's like losing weight or like whatever like with you if you if you are if there are like elements of your body or your body that you're not happy with or that you feel should be different, that's something, if you, if you have that going on, that's, you have to like push that to the back of your mind. Yeah. In order to consume you. So it's not, it's not an easy thing to just, when you've like suppressed that, to then come out with it and, and say it. But that conversation, yeah, as much as what I, I wasn't ready to start working with you then. Because I wasn't clear on what I wanted. That conversation actually that made me realise that a lot of the things that were that I kind of felt were wrong were psychological, and then and had to like begin the process of of letting that go. And then I realised that when it was either when we, I think we might have touched on it in that conversation, or it was either the next one, and in the time in between. But I, re- I remember you when we'd sort of got to know each other even more and then we were talking about what my kind of goals were going to be, like you sort of introduced me to, rather than focusing on results, focusing on like that performance base. Yeah. Uh, and that helped, that kind of helped me to move past a lot of the things that were kind of going on in my head. Because for, for me... Um, because I spent so long, so I know obviously you you know, but whoever is sort of like listening to this doesn't know. So I I over like the period of like three years, two two and a half years, I lost like twenty two kilos, um, and I'd spent so long, so I'd already lost all that weight, and I just remember there was this kind of my my main sort of problem when I first kind of came to you, it wasn't so much to do with like health and fitness in in the sense of like the gym it was the fact that I'd lost 
like a, a massive amount of weight which I should have felt really happy about and it was really hard work but it just didn't feel like how I thought it would it didn't make me feel how I thought it would make me feel and then and I think years worth of being so unhappy in in my body because I was overweight that I had to kind of ignore how that made me feel because I couldn't face it and then all of a sudden that you kind of realize that 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 weight is gone but you, I didn't feel as different as I thought that I would and my mind needed something else there to focus on and that meant that I felt kind of more uncomfortable and self-conscious than I did when I was like three and a half stone heavier yeah no to be fair I think you made a really good point there actually about the weight loss and first and foremost it actually not it was that's fantastic by the way that's amazing what you achieved and I've said this to you millions of times I even remember making you stand in the gym with the the weight you actually lost and just stand there I think what was it what what was it 24 was it was it 212 kg kettlebells yeah and I made you stand there with them because that was actually the weight you lost because remember at the time you were feeling a little bit deflated on what you'd achieved and I, I think I, I said to you you need to actually first and foremost it is a hard situation because once you reach that goal it's like well what next but I think you knew. Yeah. I think I told you. So I think I'd only just told you that. So I don't know. I don't know why, but like even even when I like when I first met you, and even like when we'd known each other for like quite a few months, I I didn't tell you like what I'd what I'd sort of already done, and I don't know. I don't know why. But that when you did that with the two kettlebells, that was not long after I'd told you like I was like. I used to be like 22 kilos. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I think it, it kind of it was a good thing for you to do because it actually made you realise, well, that was a, that's a big achievement. And that, regardless of how, how you did it or what method you did to do it, the fact you had the, the determination and drive and actual, you wanted something and you went and got it, that takes a lot. And that's the thing that you need to make sure you, you actually look back and think, fuck me, I done that. And you find that that'll help moving forward with everything you do because everything you do, no matter how hard you think it'll be or no matter how much of a challenge you think it'll be, if you sit back when you were that 24 kg heavier and thought, I'm going to lose that, you'd have thought you were stupid, but you went and done it. So now every, every time you reach a different challenge, you'll think, well, I've done that. This is this is easy. This is nothing. So that's really why it's important to actually celebrate what you've achieved and celebrate your wins as well, which well, which is what something I kind of drive quite a lot, as you know, anyway. But another point I was going to make up before that was... You mentioned about the weight loss and how it didn't actually make you feel how you thought it would. Now, I remember when this happened and when we had this conversation one-to-one, -one, I remember saying this to you, which it's a big thing when you lose weight. It's when you, when you are in that position where you want to lose weight, you feel like it's everything. You feel like once I get there, I'll be happy. Everything will be amazing. My life will be fantastic. I'll be the happiest I've ever been. But if you don't actually look at the other things in your life and the other things in your lifestyle and your habits and your routines that need fixing, in truth, it will get you happiness, of course it will. It's got, it'll get you some level of happiness. But if everything else around you is still the same place and it's still, you're still in the same mindset, if you won't be any better off. Do you feel like that was the case with you? I think, to be honest, I think people, whether it's being overweight or you know something else, I think as much as like we do understand it to an extent, I think people massively underestimate the, like the I don't know if it's just my experience, but like the emotional side of of kind of going through and and I you know I lost that weight really really slowly and, and really gradually but I think you kind of can underestimate the emotional effects of that because if you've got a reason 
And I don't just mean that, oh, I just want to go to the gym because I want to just like, tone up or like lose half stone or whatever. If you've got like a reason why you're like really unhappy with yourself, that takes up a lot of your time and you think about it a lot and you hide behind it and you almost, it kind of becomes as much as you might have got there through like unhealthy coping mechanisms, the fact that you have got this reason why you're so not happy with your body, that becomes a coping mechanism in itself and you hide behind that and that's your reason for not doing certain things. We all get anxious and we all have things that we feel like, oh, I don't really know if I, if I can face like that, going here or doing that or going on this to this event or birthday or night out or whatever but <clears throat> you can you kind of use that as well I'm, I feel I don't feel like happy with how I look and you you use that as like a it's almost like a comfort blanket or anything that you think about in that you need to do in life you can almost like use that as a well I'm not ready to do that yet because I need to like feel happy with myself first and then when that when that's not there anymore it's kind of like the rug has been like pulled from from under you, if that makes sense. That's a really good answer. I, that makes complete sense. And one thing I was going to say as well, I think when you're in a position like he was, where you're overweight and you're unhappy with that and you're really miserable and you're constantly looking at yourself, being, picking holes, um, judging yourself, kind of beating yourself down, just if you're, if just because the way it goes, if you don't change that mindset, all that will happen is you'll pick different holes and you'll find different things and you'll... So just because yeah. it's gone, it doesn't mean... That mindset goes as well. If if you're if you, if you've lost a lot of weight, fantastic, brilliant. But if you haven't fixed that mindset of picking holes in yourself or not loving yourself, and it sounds cliche, but not actually appreciating yourself and understanding what you've done, and if you're still in that unhappy mindset and that judgmental mindset and that self-deprecating mindset, it, just because you've lost weight, it doesn't mean that that will go away. You'll just find different problems. So your brain will just think, okay, he's lost the weight. What next? What what what's he happy with? I went through the exact same thing as well. The reasons for why you would not look after yourself, overeat, binge eat or whatever, like those reasons are all still there. They just, that outlet isn't the same anymore. So you, you do have to kind of, that's why I always say it, it's like people don't realise that it's, a, it's an emotional like experience as, as well. And it, and it sort of transforms you in other you know, in other ways, and it really sort of forces you to to really look at yourself and, you know, be a lot more introspective, I guess. Yeah, I think as well. I think, as you know, working with myself, it's not, it's not just about the goal itself, it's about the other things around that, like your self-esteem, like your confidence, like the self-belief in yourself, the your habits, your lifestyle, everything else apart from your actual goal as well, purely because, as we, as we were speaking about then, if you're not a very confident person or you're a bit anxious or very haven't got much self-belief or self-esteem because and you think that's because you're at a certain weight that you're not happy with similar to the point before if then you lose that weight but you're still in that mindset of not feeling confident not having self-belief that's not going to change you need to change that alongside the goal as well that needs to improve and that's something that you me and you both know that I work with quite a lot and I do kind of educate you and, and teach you how to do that quite a lot as well so I was going to go back to a point you you on previously because I've got a few questions based on what you said you were talking about when we first we first sat down, you and that was that moment where you, you you were ready to commit. But I asked you a few really tough questions, and that yeah. stepped back a little bit, and you weren't sure what to say. I think in reality, if you don't have me saying, you can comment this as well. 
whatever I asked you and the questions I provoked you with and made you think about, maybe kind of unleashed some dark truths and some things that you probably didn't want to hear. Because I remember you mentioned it before saying it was some things that you were suppressing a lot. And I think a lot of people are in the same situation where all these feelings that you're thinking that you don't, that you think you don't feel, but you know you do, you're just trying to suppress them. And the questions that I asked you brought them out and it was just a bit of a harsh truth for you and that that's what made you feel that way and made you back away a little bit and have to reflect. And in the end, you mentioned about letting go of them feelings and, and letting go of that, that thing that you, you were hanging over you. So how did letting go eventually, because remember you mentioned a few weeks later or whatever, you learned to let go of them thoughts. How did that actually feel when you were able... Them, how did them questions allow you to let go and how did that make you feel? Um, I think it's that whole kind of like letting go. I think it's... It's it's more. I don't think it's as simple as you're you're here and you need to let go of this to be here and you let go of it. Like I think it's a constant kind of it's a constant process. And I think that when you kind of what has what shifted for me. So when like when I first started working with you or even thought about starting working with you, I think I just thought what what I what I really want to do is I want to just get to where I'm more or less happy and where I'm like, you know, I am, I feel like I'm where I need to be. And then I'll just learn how to kind of just maintain it. And that's it. But that's not the reality of it. No. Um, I think I kind of, I realised that I wasn't at the end of one thing because I think I thought I've been on this long sort of like journey of like losing this weight and I've done it now and this is the end. So I'll just get like a, personal training for a bit and I'll just I'll tone up a bit and then I'll be like oh yeah but I'm I'm more or less done now and then I'll just kind of get on with my life like I think I thought that's what I think was in my head when I first sort of spoke to you it wasn't until I'd been working with you for probably about two or three months and I and I, I kind of like transitioned from one sort of phase to another where I realized like I'm not at the end of something <laughs> like this is actually the, the beginning of something else that's that's like totally different and that kind of like makes you feel that was like a very freeing sort of feeling and I think the part of why I felt so uncomfortable when I sat down and had that initial conversation where you were asking me what you know what do you want to get out of this what do you want what like what do you want to say I think part of me was so reluctant to answer those questions because I deep down didn't feel like it was possible didn't feel like I had the confidence that I would actually be able to be accountable and do the things that that we were going to agree that I was doing and I think I didn't realize this until like very recently but I think a big part of it as well is I think you almost have this feeling of like well who who am I to say that I I want to that I deserve to like look like what I want to look like. Like I think you almost feel like you don't deserve it, if if that makes sense. That cycle or wait where you kind of think I just need to get here and then I'll just maintain it. That thought process in itself is actually quite as as much as like that might sound like that would be really easy if that were how it worked. That's actually quite a limiting thing, and I think you have to realise that yeah you can you, you might do things really slowly but you actually don't know it sounds really cheesy and I hate to sort of say it but you don't know you actually don't know what you are kind of capable of and if you've got this image in your head of what you want and you think I really want to kind of get to that how how do you know that you can't get 
to the like to the next whatever the next you know thing is. Yeah, I think with that as well, you mentioned about when you, when you actually thought about what you wanted, and when I asked you them questions, you, you thought to yourself, well, well, I can't do that, or I can't achieve this, or I'm not capable. And that all comes down to a big, big thing that I do with every new client I take on, every some every person I help, every person I do an induction with, or just a brief session, or whatever I do with them. The first thing I say is you need to have self-belief because if you don't have self-belief, you, you're not going to achieve anything because as you've said, you limit yourself and it's a very limiting thing not having self-belief. And what common misconception is with that is that, oh, I'm not going to start getting a coach until, until I have self-belief like you did think or I'm going to get it myself and then I'll start trying hard. I'm going to go. You need to take, take action to get the self-belief because self-belief isn't something that you can just lay in out of thin air. You need to be taught how to believe in yourself and you need to be shown how to believe in yourself, but it's a horrible cycle with self-belief where unless you take that step into actually getting someone to help you with that, it's very, very hard to actually do it. So I think for you, you were anxious about taking that step because you felt like you didn't have that self-belief. But I don't think until you did work with myself, if you don't mind me saying, and I showed you what you was capable of, even on a small extent, even if it was something trivial, like going to the gym four times a week when you only thought you could go two or, only, or doing... 10,000 steps when you thought you could do five. Even them small little things, me showing you that you are capable of what we say you're, you, you are capable of, allowed you to do more. So I think with that being said, in terms of the taking that step and thinking, well, I can't do this, and you needing that self-belief and having someone, needing someone to instill that into you. If someone else was in the same position as you in terms of sat there at the front desk with a other coach or with me, thinking, I want these goals, but I don't think I can achieve them. What would you suggest they do? Um, so to be honest, I'd probably say something like very similar to what to what you've said. You have to what I've re- what I've realised and what I would say to somebody else is that you have to. It's okay to, to sort of like look at yourself and think maybe I don't know what I need to know in order to to get these these results. And asking for support is kind of a you know that's that's a, a strength isn't it to, to go I need support and that you can have but that having that support gives you other things like the accountability and the knowledge and everything else you mean if somebody is kind of thinking like thinking about having a coach and they've not done it yet yeah or people who are like are in this position where they've got a choice to make whether to do it or not to do it and like you've said if they're in a position where they're, they're probably on the side of no because they haven't got that self-belief what would you suggest they do would you suggest they take a step back and try and get that themselves or just go for it and then try and get that belief with that person or allow that person to instill that belief in them what do you think they should do but obviously like if if it's right if, if if it's right for them to take a step back at that moment then maybe that's what they need to do but there is a lot to be said for just just try it and I kind of wish that somebody else had like maybe maybe you or I sort of I wish that somebody else had said to me maybe a long time ago if I was thinking about like having a coach or starting to work with you I kind of wish that a little bit earlier somebody had said well why don't you just try why don't you just try it why don't you just do it just if you like it just do it just think well I'll just do it for a month or two months because you're never gonna it's not gonna have any like negative impact even if it's not something that you end up continuing with you only it's only ever gonna add to your to your like life and your knowledge and experience it's never gonna have 
you know, a negative impact. But if you're already thinking, if you're even if you're even thinking about starting working with a coach, and you obviously understand and know that there is some value in that, and if you're gonna do it, you have to kind of trust in like that process it's itself. Like there's been times where you've sort of said things to me or I've thought that things were going to go one way and you've said, no, we're kind of doing this. And I've thought, oh, well, that's not what I thought was going to happen. But okay, no, we'll, we'll just go with it. But then I've realised within a couple of weeks that that was what you sort of suggested was the right thing to do, like long-term. You have to just... But even just that if you haven't got enough self-belief to say, yeah, I am ready, just the, the whole thing of saying that well I am gonna I'm gonna do this I'm choosing to do this and spend my money on this and have this coach who's gonna help me like that in itself like sends a message to you to yourself that you believe and it's like you say like action that's an action that that puts these things into process and even if it doesn't go fantastic for like the first month or two nothing kind of changes overnight does it yeah I think that's that, that last bit was a really really good point I think you mentioned then as I think you're right, there is a case for if, if at that time you think you do need to step back and you need to reassess what you want and actually come back with it, maybe a more formed answer or you need to come back with it a bit more knowledge in your own head. But there's a really good point that you said regarding action. And I think if someone's in that situation like you was, the, act, the action of not taking action and stepping back may feed into that thing of not having the belief and not feeling like they can do it, whereas taking just, just the action of taking action and moving forwards make them think straight away, do you know what? Yeah, I can do this. Because they've had the belief in themselves to take that first step, which sometimes is the most important step they're going to take. So when we first started working together, what, what actually was the problem that needed to solve them? What was the thing you was actually coming to me for? So I I was coming to you because I was kind of, I was at the end of of what I had, had been working on, which was to get to like a certain way. And, and I think I've maintained maintained my whatever my like target weight was for probably about three or four months by then and I just didn't really know what to do um didn't know what to do to like maintain didn't know how to maintain it I didn't really know what I needed to do everybody knows obviously that like you sort of need to or it's good to like build muscle and build strength and stuff like that but I I didn't know what the kind of I knew, I knew where I was at was, was a lot better than, than I kind of expected to be at, but I didn't know what, what it would take to get me to kind of the next level of, of just like how I wanted my body to, to be, like physically. I didn't really know what it was that I should be doing. I mentioned before, I just didn't feel as kind of happy in, my, in myself as I thought I would. When I'd got weight that I thought I needed to to be at, and I and it was getting worse and worse at that at that time as well. More self like self conscious and self critical. And when I sort of first came to you, I was at a point where I needed to sort of one way or another. I needed to like take control because I could kind of see the potential for for going down a road that I, that I didn't want to go down and from like conversations that we had and, and different things that we did what kind of helped me was shifting to more of like the performance-based sort of mindset and 
enjoy like enjoying what I was doing first of all. Yeah, I think a big thing obviously had the shift, a very big shift in you was going from how you look and just solely based your your whole kind of ethos and your whole work was based on how you look. Whereas what we changed quite a lot, quite drastically was let's keep that in mind. Yeah, of course you want to look good and you want to feel good. But we actually want you just feeling better regardless of how you look and regardless of what happens. We want you to actually enjoy what you do and actually feel good in yourself and not just about your appearance as well. So in terms of that, in terms of the things you came from before, the problem you were facing, how do you think we work together to solve that problem? So what did we do to solve that together? I think, I think what has happened is talking about doing things together and learning different things and ach- achieving things, doing things that... I haven't done before and managing to enjoy them and like just even just sort of celebrating every kind of little thing yeah that really like shifted that that thinking even just and and you like you obviously like talk a lot about what people achieve and, and things like that you're really good at when you're really good at sort of noticing when someone's achieved something like there's been times where I've done something we've done like a workout together or or a certain machine or an exercise and you you're you're really good at going do you do you remember when we like looked at this and you like didn't want to do it that was only like three weeks ago and like that just that's really good for your sort of self-esteem and then you realize that rather than sort of wanting to look a certain way or wanting your body to change like you can kind of get like good feelings about yourself from other things, things that you that you do. Um, yeah, I think, and, I think that's really good. Actually, I think I think a lot of people's mindset regards health and fitness, in regards to what they want to achieve, is the the, the end goal. I think you really want to achieve the top of the tree. That's what will make you happy. Whereas what you find is it's not. It's the little wins along the way, and it's every single step you take. That's what makes you happy, and that's what brings happiness, and that's what brings joy, confidence, self esteem. The end goal that you achieve is just the kind of icing on the cake. It's just it's just the extra little bit. What you actually achieve, regards to all of the other stuff, is the main thing. So from when we first started working together to now, what are some of the results you've actually seen so far? What are the notable things that you've seen? Because I can talk all day about your results and what you've achieved, because I know there's so many of them. But the most important ones to me are the ones that are important to you. So what actual results that have you achieved that are notable in your head? There's been lo- there's been lots. Of, there isn't probably one big thing, but there's there's been loads of things. I think probably. The, the biggest one is that I think when you kind of like if if I kind of go back to where I was at like a couple of years ago or before before I started to like really like make a conscious effort to sort of have a healthier lifestyle and, and exercise you you look at people that are really successful at what they do and, and that have a routine and that manage to sort of be in the shape that they want to be in and what they all kind of have in common is that there's a difference between seeing things like exercise and the gym as something that you need to do to get from here to there and something where it's just something that you do and it's just a part of your life. If you were to look at that and if somebody was to say to you, yeah, like to really do this, it has to just become a part of your life. That sounds really, like, really intimidating and you might even go, well, I don't, yeah, I don't even want that. Like, I can't do that. I haven't got the time for that. I haven't got the energy for that. But that has just that has happened to me. That's that, and that's been yeah. like the big shift. So I can't imagine, like I've said previously, I think you have this idea of this is where I want to get to, and then I just want to maintain it. Like I can't ever imagine like accepting that now, e- yeah. even if it's ten or or twenty years 
like I'll, I will end up doing more than than what I would have done had I not kind of started with with or had this you know this shift so that's that's been the biggest thing it's like the whole exercise gym that has become that has just become a part of my life and and a couple of years ago I never would have wanted it to I would have rather have just just not gone but like some shift has, has happened because of what I've kind of gone through over like the last you know six months or so so that's the biggest that's the biggest one like my attitude towards yeah. it is changing that I want to do for a certain amount of time now I feel like it's something that I've realized that it's something and and like improving yourself and pushing yourself is something that you never you never stop doing like you can't really ever go I've done that enough now so yeah. that's the that, like my I struggled to if I wanted to go to the gym or go for a run a certain amount of times a week like I would I, I might sometimes do it but I'd struggle like week in, week out sometimes. Um, but now I feel like my kind of like routine is just, I've got it down and it's kind of like taken on like a life of its own. Um, and it just, it just all gets done and I don't have to think and I don't have to think about it. In terms of like actual, actual results and, and like fitness levels, I think, when I sort of think back to previous times where I've gone through phases of going to the gym, um, like this last sort of six months that I've been working with you, I've realised that I wasn't pushing myself, didn't even really know what that felt like, but now I know what it feels like, obviously, to push yourself and be pushed to the, the right amount. But I'm seeing, as time kind of goes on, um, I'm seeing, I feel like my sort of like results in terms of like composition strength it seems to be happening a little bit more a little bit more quickly than it was if you know a few, a few months ago yeah. and I've always tried especially when I sort of started working with you I've always been very much like I would rather just and this is this was the mindset that I really tried to have beforehand like before I even knew you when I when I lost all that weight I thought I would rather just do what I'm doing and just enjoy it and not try to get too like focused on results, which don't get me wrong, there were times where I was, but I'd rather just do what I'm do what I'm doing and enjoy it and then just notice. Oh, actually, like I can notice these little changes because I think that's so much less stressful and it, it still gets you the same result. It's just a lot easier on you on yourself. But because I've I've tried to not kind of look too closely, there's things that that bothered me sort of like years ago, like physically on like certain areas of my body that kind of feel like, like, oh God, like that feels like a, like a bit of a distant sort of memory now. And like think, but then other things, other areas that I'd never really thought about um, have, have changed as, as well. And I've been like, it's, it's just been like really nice to kind of feel that you are sort of getting in, you know, better shape and, and like enjoying the little changes that happen. So yeah, I think it is a big, big lesson to be learned for what you've said then really, in terms of a lot of people thrive for that end goal and thrive for achieve, achieving a specific thing. Whereas if you just get your head down, you work hard, you enjoy what you're doing and you have fun with it. As long as you're doing the right things and you're going the right going in the right direction, you'll get that result anyway. So stop, just stop stressing, enjoy the process and actually just put your head down and work hard. I've actually thought of something else which I think is is really sort of important like I said 
like there's been sort of areas that have like that have changed that used to sort of bother me and, and I've noticed like positive results in those sort of areas but the the weird thing is and I think when we were saying before about doing things and, and achieving things and sort of overcoming like barriers in terms of your confidence and doing certain things feeds into your self-esteem because there were there, there were kind of as much as I'm happy with a lot of like the physical changes that I've had there were other areas that haven't changed that much and that used to really bother me but even though they haven't changed that much the way that I feel about how much it bothers me has changed because things that used to really bother me that are not that different don't don't bother me as much as they used to and I think that comes down to these things that you kind of set out to do and achieving them that really feeds into you, like your self-esteem your self-confidence and that like I've I've had changes in the way that I've felt about myself even in areas that haven't changed as much as I would have wanted them to and I think that it's just a process of ever all of these things it does sort of build up your self-esteem and like do you remember a few months ago I know you were like really like really sort of proud of me but when I posted that those pictures in the summer on Instagram and I know like and I wrote like a little like a, a long sort of like paragraph about like what a massive thing it was for me to like feel okay to do that but even even if you sort of read what I wrote I don't think anyone could could understand that what a huge thing not not only just to like post a photo of myself with not many clothes on Instagram even just to be like around people and feel comfortable like in the summer in just some shorts in the garden like I've never felt like that ever and like last year like I'm 31 years old and last year was like this summer gone is the first time that I've had like a summer and and had my clothes off and felt okay about it ever I think that is one of the biggest wins you've actually achieved so far for me. That's one of the biggest things you've actually done. When that actually happened, I, I was honestly, I was made up with that. That was that was, that was was the biggest thing you've achieved. One next question we're going to go on to now. In terms of me and myself and our time together, what particularly about my coaching do you actually enjoy? And what, what have you, what's the best kind of aspects of our time together that you've seen so far from myself that you've really enjoyed? I mean, obviously it's going to be different for everyone and you'll have a, a different kind of relationship with each client, but there are different people out there and, and who have all who are all good at different things and they might sort of have a different type of knowledge or the same as what you've got, but be at like a further level. But what I think you have got a talent for, for getting to know what it is that people need and how they need to work. And you, you can adapt to that. So I'm sure the way that we sort of work together is not exactly the same as how you work with everybody else. But you, you're you very good at knowing when. There's been times where I've, I've said to you, like, oh, I've got to do this and I don't want to do it. And you seem to, to know whether you need to say, well, you're going to have to just do it. Or whether to go, well, do you know what? Don't worry, don't do it. And you just seem to be able to read people like quite well. And you, you have a sense of what it is that they need and what is kind of going on in their, in their head and what's going to work for them. Um, your enthusiasm as well. And like just the fact that you love what you do really comes across. And it's not all about the, you know, the sessions, as great as the sessions are and as much as like we enjoy them. I think you're more bothered about people having wins outside of those sessions. Like you're not bothered about, you're not so kind of bothered about like your own like ego like you're more interested in actually 
teaching people things and you're interested in people having like positive changes outside of, of the things that we do together that aren't to do with like health and fitness and stuff. Yeah, I think that's a really good point in terms of one thing I do draw quite a lot is the fact that health, health and fitness and nutrition is fantastic. It's my job. I love it. Uh, I'm a big advocate for it, but it's not everything. It's it's not. If you're if you if you're now in a place where your health and fitness is, say you've got 100. percent Say then you change that, and then you improve your physical health to to 99, but then the other two are zero. You're still worse off. You need to make sure that at all times that you fit your mental and social health are getting looked after as well. And you, you can have the most amazing body in the world. You can leg press the most you've ever done in your life. You can squat and deadlift the most. You can run the furthest or fastest you can ever run in your life, but you might not still be happy. So ultimately, you need to get that balance of using health and fitness and nutrition to actually make your life better and make you happier, which is something I try and do. So whether that be having weeks off, whether that be putting an arm around your shoulder and saying, do you know what? It's all right if you don't want to do this for today, because I can tell you it'll benefit you. Every step you take regarding health, fitness, whatever, as long as it's taking a step forward to making you happier, that's all that matters, no matter what, what step that is. And I think you did mention around, like, obviously reading people and my service being individual to every person. That's also something that I find really important because as you've, you've just said, then everyone's different. Everyone has different way of working. Everyone clicks differently. The way I interact with you and the way that we speak and the way I push you will be completely different to the way I push someone else. Yeah. And that's, that, that's a really important thing to note. And as you mentioned as well, especially the wins outside the gym because they're, they're vital because if your goal is to feel more confident, feel better about yourself, is it, it's not all about the gym because you could be amazing in the gym, but then if you still feel like shit outside of it, it's pointless just to kind of like reiterate what i sort of just said about you like the fact that that you the fact that you your agent or whatever but like I'm, i would say if if somebody was to sort of see the fact that you're only young as as a, a negative like that would be a, a big sort of a big mistake i think because like you looked at me and you were like this person isn't gonna get what they want on their own he needs help he deserves to get what he what he wants. I know that he does, and I'm I know that I can do that for this person. And like you have the confidence to go, I'm not gonna let that go. Like I'm gonna keep like I'm gonna keep sort of like going back to him because I know that this is what he needs, and I can do it. Like that's massive. Like the fact that you like have the confidence in yourself and were able to to sort of do that with with me. Yeah, I think I remember. I think we had this conversation before a few, a few months ago. The fact that when you were maybe a bit reluctant, so you thought you thought that to step back after our first conversation or our first proper conversation regarding juggling my coaching was I knew the potential you had, I knew what you could achieve, I knew what you needed to do that, and I knew I could provide that to you. So I just thought if I don't try and push and help you now, I'm doing you a disservice. And I, I wouldn't. It's not a case of you need to join my team for me. I knew that it would improve your life, and I knew that how much I could help you. So I think it's a really good point as well. As one thing that I do quite a lot is. Even when you did take that step back and you didn't say yes to me, it wasn't a case of, oh, we didn't say yes, so I'm just going to move on. I still helped you because at the end of the day, it weren't a case of doing my team for the, for the sake of it. The only reason I actually joined my team is because I was giving you loads of help as it was and I really wanted to take that next step forward. So I think you're probably going to go on to this anyway, but a lot of what I do normally, a lot of people who I help, the majority of people who I actually give guidance to or help or talk to aren't even my clients. I just help them anyway because I'm really genuinely interested in in helping the person regardless whether they join me or not if they join me that's fantastic they'll join a group of fan- amazing people have a brilliant community they'll have more one-to-one time with me but regardless i actually give too much of a shit about that person 
to let them go and if they say no, I'm going to help them regardless. It doesn't matter. I'll find a way however I can, even if it's not through my coaching, I'll still help them regardless because whether it's, I've said this to you before, it could be to my detriment sometimes, but I probably get too emotionally invested into the people I help. Sometimes does that hinder me? Sometimes does that hinder my progress as a personal trainer or as a coach or whatever? Yeah, but that's the way I am. I do get, as you probably know, I'm very emotionally invested into the people I work with, with people like you. I feel like that helps as well because if you feel that energy come from me, you're more likely to do the things that I ask and in turn, you're more likely to get a better result as well. What do you think the biggest challenge that we've faced so far has been and what did we actually do to overcome that? So there's two questions there. I'll ask the first one. So obviously we mentioned challenges that you faced before we actually mentioned you there. But what do you think the biggest challenge is that we've faced during our time together? I think there's been, I wouldn't say there's been one, but I think there's been quite, there's been quite a few, quite a few little ones. Some have been to do with like us working together and others have, have just been like my, I've had, you know, weeks where I've, I've just completely hit, hit a wall and haven't, like, I think I had one week where I just didn't do anything for whatever reason, like something just, every, I just kind of dropped focus on everything and you sort of like helped me to just bring it back slowly and you kind of gave me like a bit of a plan to go get back into that routine because I think I was a bit I didn't tell you I don't think until like like the Saturday or the Sunday I was like oh I haven't done anything this week and like, I feel really bad and I think I was kind of scared to sort of tell you and instead of just going well just get straight back on it next week you were a bit more like well what's happened and right well what we'll do next week rather than going from nothing to going all back in I think we did a little bit less and that sort of because I think that almost like the shame of, of like dropping the ball and kind of losing that focus is probably what puts a lot of people off in the first place because they, they're scared that they won't be able to like sustain everything. That But that, everybody hits a wall sometimes, don't they? Like it's part of then. But you, you helped me to kind of slowly like come back and we built things back up slowly over a few weeks. Yeah. And the one has, has actually been the opposite. Um, I think there's probably been a couple of occasions where I have needed a, a break and I haven't wanted to have one or not so much that I haven't had a break but it's taken me a long time because I've had I've, I've been like you know five or six months working with you and I've had you know probably 18 months two years before that of where I was working on myself on my own I I have found I found it like a real challenge to have a break without feeling guilty or anxious about it. Um, and you were kind, of, yeah, like you've you have sort of helped me to feel okay about having having a break sometimes, like when when I need to. Yeah, I think I remember as well at that time. You you really didn't want to have that break. I feel like. I remember the time you were quite reluctant to do it and you were quite, I think you were quite scared to actually have a break because I think a lot of people, when they do reach a goal or they do try and achieve something, they, they think that if they have a break, they'll just go back to the start and they'll they'll, they'll suffer when at the end, sometimes you need one. I think at the time, you were saying to me quite a lot that you were tired, that you was feeling a bit ni- few niggles, you were just feeling mentally a bit drained, but you were in the mind, I'm just going to carry on, I'm going to do it anyway, I'm just going to push through it. But I think I remember saying, yeah, listen, let's just stop, let's slow everything down, let's have a bit of a deload week, let's defeat everything. I think you, not even physically, but mentally, needed that. I think I remember after the week you had, you really enjoyed that week off and that week of slowing down. I remember the week or the few weeks after that, you were hitting PBs left, right and centre, you were 
smashing everything. You're mad. You were probably in the best mind frame. You was in. You've been in for ages. You were you were feeling happier. You were feeling fresher. You were feeling absolutely fantastic. And that was probably some of the best progress we've made was after that long week as well because you were ready for it and you actually had that mental break as well. That was when I. That was like the second one that we had where I decided that I needed it. I think. I think as well. I remember. I think at one point you were at a bit of a crossroads. I remember this point. In my opinion, it's the biggest challenge we've faced. I think it was around three three months in. I think it was around August time before I went on holiday. I think it was, and you had a bit of a crossroads where you reached, you were reaching a certain goal. You you got to a certain point with, with what you were trying to do, and we kind of got to a little bit of a wall where you were like, I don't actually know what I want anymore. And I I think I remember asking you what do you want to work towards, and you were like, I don't know. And it was, you, you were a bit concerned that with, with the with the lack of not knowing what you wanted to do or what you wanted, that you were going to go backwards. And I think I remember even scheduling with you. We went to Starbucks, we had a little chat, we sat down, we went over everything really thorough and we actually sat down and picked your brains and actually went through, okay, what do we want? And it, I think I remember we ended up establishing for the few weeks after that, we didn't actually want anything, went with it and we just kind of kept it ticking over and kept you mentally going. Yeah. We sat down and so I think I said to you, you, you don't actually, actually need to want something. It's good to have goals and it's good to have things to aspire to, but if there's a few weeks in between where you think, you know what, I don't know what I want, I need time to figure that out. We didn't rush you into a specific thing. We didn't. I didn't push you to want something. I just said, you know what, okay, let's just mellow out a little bit. And after that, we really started achieving things because you had that little break of just plodding along and just kind of getting used to things. But I feel like that, when we sat down, that was that was probably the best thing we ever done in terms of just sitting down. It was outside of our gym time. It was just, we both got a coffee, we sat down and just went through everything and just kind of unpicked everything in your head. I think that really helped you as well. Yeah, and, and to be honest, that was after, you know, after that, that's when we've started to kind of put in place things that we're doing now, isn't it? Which is what we're kind of focusing on at the, at the moment. Everything we've done together so far, how would you actually say it's impacted your life? Outside of health and fitness, outside of nutrition, outside of your running and your weight training, how, how has our time together actually impacted your life? I think the, probably the biggest thing for me is like my mood is just more sort of stable. Like I feel in a better mood as much as as much as I've kind of really got my head around like the importance of like that routine and, and consistency and everything. I'm now kind of learning that it's okay to come out of that routine and it's okay when things don't kind of go as as planned like prior to I know you've said out you know outside of like health and fitness but like this took up so much of my like day-to-day life like prior to kind of working with you I was so focused on what I was doing and, and like the calorie intake and everything like that it just became it took up too much of my sort of thinking time everything was like a massive decision but now like the just ha- like having that kind of consistency like I can have one you know I can have a, a, a day where I'll just not have you know I'll eat something that I wouldn't normally eat or have a takeaway go for a meal and not think I don't have it doesn't have to have that emotional like stress behind it I can I never thought I would be in a place where mm. I'm achieving what I want to achieve but I'm also not having to feel stressed out about the times when I'm not overly focused on that uh, but I just feel generally more productive. Like I used to be a massive, I used to procrastinate like massively. And the things that I didn't want to do, I would just spend like hours putting things off and just waste so much time. I've started going 
started doing the things that I've wanted to do for a long time. Like I've started going to yoga, which I didn't really, I'm not necessarily didn't have the confidence to do before, but I just didn't have been able to like apply that consistency and that discipline to other, to other things. And I feel like I have more, I'm doing more things, I'm doing more, but I feel like I've got more time and there's more sort of, I understand like the value of my time a lot more. Yeah, I think as well, one thing you mentioned then is that you, I think some people can have a mindset of it's health and fitness and nutrition, and that's everything. Or the complete opposite way, it's your life's everything in social occasions and you forget about health and fitness. But I think what you've learned is you can actually achieve goals, you can set targets, you can improve health and fitness, you can work on your nutrition while having a life as well and while having takeaways and while going out with friends, while having a few drinks and while maybe staying up a bit too late now and then with your friends. You can do these things while having a life and while also reaching goals as well, which I think some people struggle with that concept a little bit. With regards to that, that all or nothing of mindset, I think it's a little bit kind of hardwired sometimes. And I was very like prior to sort of working with you, I was very sort of all or nothing. So if I had something to eat that I wasn't supposed to have, I wouldn't, like now, I wouldn't think twice about that. I I just... Wouldn't, wouldn't regret it either do you know what I mean or even if, if I didn't feel like going to the gym or going for a run I, if I just didn't do it it'd be fine nothing would I wouldn't feel bad about it if I'd done it for the right reasons whereas before I'd do something that was outside of what I thought I was supposed to be doing so it, that might be something like I'd eat something that I wouldn't normally eat and then I would think well I've ruined everything now so I'm not going to go to the gym tonight either because I've already done something I shouldn't have done. So I'm not going to go to the gym tonight and then, well, I'm just going to eat what I want tomorrow as well. And I'm not going to go to the gym tomorrow night. And then, oh, well, it's Monday. In a couple of days, I'll start again on Monday or, oh, it's nearly the end of the month. And But like now, that all or nothing like mentality is just like a, it feels like a thing of, of the past and it is more about balance. And I think you sometimes need somebody you actually need to kind of go through your own experience to realize that it's okay when things don't work out how you want them to and I think sometimes just the comfort of like somebody like having a trainer going actually telling you if if, nothing like nothing bad's gonna happen if you don't come to the gym like once and then you go through through the rest of the week and then you realize oh actually yeah it hasn't impacted me that negatively that much actually go through that and then once you've once you've sort of like realize that as important as like the consistency is it doesn't have to be all or nothing you free yourself of a lot of of a lot of um like the mental sort of stress and like the I think the thing that drives you sometimes is not always positive yeah I think as well that enables you actually to push yourself even further because if you're that all or not mindset there is going to be a point and it's going to come quite quickly even within a few weeks where if you're on that I'm on it I'm going to do everything right the minute you do something wrong you throw it all in the bin so in the end, yeah. all that yo-yoing, if you were to just let that thing have one occasion, whether it be missing the gym, having a takeaway, having a few too many wines or whatever you drink, if just letting that happen and just carrying on as you would, you'll end up making more progress than you would trying to strive for perfection all the time, which is really, really good. So I think as well, I was going to think that also comes from education as well. And obviously, as you know, 
a lot of what I do is kind of education, is learning things, not, not just telling you and instructing you what to do, actually teaching you how to do it yourself and actually getting independence. Do you feel like the way I do that, the way I don't just tell you, the way everything, I think you can back this up, everything that I tell you to do or everything that we do together, I explain why and how and give you all the tools to not just do it, but to do it yourself as well. Is that, is that, is that like an important thing in what you've achieved so far? Yeah, because I think you have those, like I've said before, like it's sort of like valuable as like the one-to-one sessions are. You really have the the big sort of successes that you have. It is when you're on your own. It is when you're doing things on your on your own. Like I like, you know, I sent you a couple of videos this week of like me doing things on my own that that, that I haven't done on my own before, you know, a few months ago. I would have if you just said, oh, you're going to be doing this, I'd have gone, no, no way. Um, yeah, you need to, you do need to understand why, why you are sort of doing what you, what you're doing, but you can apply it to, to everything that you do on, you know, on your own, like one, having one session a week with someone like yourself isn't, if, you know, if that was the only thing that you were doing, that's, that's not going to kind of get you that far, is it? Just having that one session is when you're doing things on your own, because you're trying to like learn things that you can continue to do for you know forever. No, exactly. I think with that, with that as well. If you get told what to do and you get re instructed what to do, but you don't get told why or how or what the purpose is or how to do it properly, you may be able to do it once or twice. But if you ultimately don't see the reason why or you don't know why you're doing it, you won't do it again because it's like, well, if you don't get anything from it and you don't understand why, you won't carry on. Whereas, I think what I've done a few times with you, there may be a few things where I've asked you to do, whether it be in the gym or outside the gym with your nutrition, with your habits, that at the time you may have thought, why, why am I doing this? But then because I've explained it to you and I explained, okay, you're doing this because of this, because it'll achieve this and it'll help you do this. Then when you've done that thing that you may have not done, because you know the reasons why and you understand the purpose, you've went and done it and then you've seen why. Whereas if I wouldn't have told you why or explained it properly, you probably would have thought, well, I'm not doing that. If you were to have your perception of what a PT is, what a coach is, what they do, how would you say I differ from that? Or what would you say are the similarities and differences of what you thought having a coach was when you first started to what you think now of what we've done together, whether it be the outside the gym support, whether it be not just health and fitness help, but also helping you with your life and actually... Am I, am I a lifestyle coach? No, but I'd like to think that there's been challenges you've faced that even I've just made you think a bit differently or have actually helped you with that aren't even to do with health and fitness also. So I just feel like that's a big part of what you like about working with me in terms of the outside of the gym support and terms of not just health and fitness, but life as well and just being there for you as a person and not just a client. To be honest, my perception of what a coach was actually was very similar to what you do. Like I kind of thought that that's what it is supposed to be. It's someone that is that's teaching you things. You've got someone there who knows what they're talking about that you can ask questions and who can give you ways of doing things and and different kind of strategies of of how to get to where you want to be and who is able to change things for you when they're not working and make suggestions and that has like a whole a more holistic sort of package. So my my perception of what a coach or a, or a personal trainer is not that different to what you kind of get from you. So I look like there's obviously options out there for where it is just that session. And I just look at that and I think, why would you kind of go for something that's just about that one session or, or however many sessions a week? Why would you go for that when you can have something that offers so much more? Because to me, somebody where it is, it's just about that session, that's not actually really a coach or a 
PT. That's like someone who, that's just someone teaching a class, but it's just you that's that's there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I like that. I think as well, I'm sure I'll go into detail, but I remember a few days ago, you were facing a little bit of a problem in terms of not even, it was not even to do with health, fitness or nutrition. It was just a general problem in your head. I think what we did together, we had a little conversation and I just kind of put something into a different perspective for you and I, I made you think about something a little bit differently. You even said to me, you, you walked away from that conversation and that problem you were facing seemed about that big when, when you first started talking. It's probably about as big as this room. So I feel like even as well, having someone there to not just support you as a client, but be there for you as a person is yeah. something I kind of like to do a lot because you are, to me, every client I work with, I work with you for a reason. I wouldn't just take it on for being a client. Say, take it on because I really give a fuck about you. I really care about you and I actually want you to be happy. So I feel like that's an approach that I take that I do try my best at all times to give you as much help as I can, no matter what the subject is or whatever the topic is. I think your sort of approach to that is whatever advice you would sort of give to somebody that comes to you with something that's not actually anything to do with like health and fitness I think it still comes from that sort of background of what you do because like ultimately you want people to be happier and you want them to want to like better themselves and be the, the best person that they can be and sort of elevate and and that why I didn't even I didn't even really kind of go into detail with you over what it was but like that what I sort of spoke to you about the other day the kind of perspective that you I can't even remember exactly what it was that you said but you were talking about like you know you're here and you're wanting to be here and the thing that was in my head it was a very like a bit of a what should I kind of do type situation and in that moment I realized like this what I'm thinking about here this is like something from before and I'm and I'm not that I remember what I said I think we were having a conversation you you were kind of at this point where other things were stressing you out that are obviously not going to go into things that in your personal life were were just stressing you out and you didn't know what to do and you were that was conflicting with your health and fitness I remember Alice you stood there quite physically I stood in one spot and I took one massive step and I said to you okay this is where you are right now I took one giant step forward and said this is where you want to be Everything yeah. you make, possibly, whether it be even missing the gym, whether it be and making you happier, this person is the happier vision of you. It's the person you want to be. Not even the fittest person or the, the healthiest person or whatever, or the strongest person. It was just the happiest person. This is the person you want to be. Every step you take to make yourself happier is a step towards this person. Then I took a massive other step back and said, this is that fat person that you was. This is, this is fat Adam. This is, this is this person that didn't like themselves, had no confidence, was unhappy, was miserable, just didn't want to be this person. And I think I remember I said to you, at the end of the day, whatever step you take is entirely up to you, but what, what step are you going to take? If you then carry on with this negative mindset, if you carry on with this negative headspace of feeling unhappy and feeling stressed out, you're ever so slightly going to take, start taking steps back to being that person you don't want to be. But all I said to you is, I'm not saying to you to put your mindset and just, just be happy because it's not that simple, it never is, but try and make steps to become that happy person and still, no matter what's going on, no matter what's happening in your life, do what makes you happy and forget about everything else. Because if you put it into perspective, I think we're talking about life and things and how short it can be. It was along the lines of about how, how life is short and your life can just change in an instant or life can end in an instant. I remember saying to you, you were quite feeling quite negative about that and you were feeling a bit anxious about that feeling, wasn't you? If you don't want me saying, you were a bit like, I don't know why I'm feeling this feeling and I don't know what it means. And I remember just putting it into perspective for you. Well, it could be a sound that your brain's telling you and your kind of head is saying to you, whatever you're stressing about, what the fuck are you stressing about? It isn't that big deal. And I can imagine, I think you said to me, there are things you're worrying about all of a sudden shrunk in half, which is a really good positive thing. That's not even health and fitness as well. I think, but like, to be honest with you, I think that kind of, when I said before about, 
you can kind of underestimate like the the emotional like side effects of going through even like positive even positive changes sometimes can feel overwhelming or you can kind of look back like I'll have like these moments where as, as great as it is I will kind of look at where I am now and look at where I was and I will feel like overwhelmed by the fact that like, almost like this, oh my God, I can't believe that I've done what I've done. And it does feel overwhelming sometimes. And that, what I was talking to you about, was it something in my head and it was something from, the reason I was kind of struggling with that, funnily enough, that was something from before, like when I almost was like a different person. And, and when you sort of came to me with that little like analogy, I was just like, yeah, this is like, I've got to cut this dead because this is not something that me now yeah yeah it really like what you said really like helped with no i just think i think think you needed to realize that at the end of the day this this person that you keep going back to this person that you've moved on from like you've done so well to move away from not even with the with the being not happy with your weight even your mentality and your mindset and how you think and how you feel that person is gone but i think somewhere in your brain you're still attaching to that person and you're still thinking in the back of your head you're still worried you even go back to that but ultimately with my support and with the way you are now what we've done together you're not so you need to let go of that person never step backwards regardless of what that step is always step forwards and whether that's in health and fitness whether that's taking a week off for your mental health whether that's improving social health always take a step forward i think sometimes you don't realize how like low your confidence has been until it starts to sort of build up and like yesterday like you know a couple of weeks ago when we had when you surprised me with the photographer at the leg session and we were doing like squats i think we'd only done it once before you said oh by the way i've got a photographer who's coming like to take pictures for me so i've got like stuff on the website and stuff do you do you mind and i was just like oh no it's fine like i think about the fact that that happened like i turned up not knowing that like you changed what we were doing we were doing legs which we'd only done like once we had like a really good session and it was just like a really sort of like high energy and I kind of achieved a lot and I was you were like oh do you want to do this you've not done it before and I was just like oh yeah let's just do it and and like so that happened yet you know four four months ago like I struggled to even sit and have like a face-to-face conversation with you and like that's that's how much like my confidence has kind of like imp- improved and it's from that everything that I've done but like if I hadn't have made that investment in myself by starting to work with you in the way that that we have I really would have like been you know missing out now that's, that's amazing I think as well with, with that session you actually hit the PB as well I think it was like the third time you squatted and you actually squatted 70 kg which is your body weight which is just mental so uh, even the fact of you not just hitting your PBs not just doing whatever the fact you had the confidence to even just say yeah normally you may have shied away and just gone oh no no I'm not going to come today whereas you thought you know what yeah go ahead it's fine yeah, and, and, and even then, like, I'm surprising myself all the time because, like, we did that and I was like, okay, yeah, we've done that. I'm really happy with that. I, I think I even thought maybe I won't do this on my own. I thought, I don't mind doing it with you, but maybe I'll, this might be one that I don't really do on my own. And then I started to think, oh, actually, no, I can't. I think I will do that on my own one day. And then I've done that on my own, like, less than a month later. And that's a big thing as well in terms of your self-belief. And it goes back to that point you made ages ago about self-belief. A few months ago, some of the workouts we're doing now, where we're splitting it up now, where we're doing push-pull on legs and we're doing different splits and you're doing more exercise, more intense, more intricate, like squats, deadlifts, compound 
hand movements that aren't that easy to learn and are a bit scary at first, a bit intimidating. These things a few months ago where I remember you saying to me, I'm never going to do that on my own, I'm never going to do that on my own, I'm, I haven't got the confidence, I'm not good enough to do that on my own, you do, you go and do it now. I think it was because I was I was even a bit like, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to, like, I'll just, I'll do something else, like, as long as I can do, as long as I'm doing something that's more than before, that's okay, I just don't want to do that because, like, that's scary, but I'll just do, do something that's a bit less. But then, but now I'm a bit like, well, why the fuck, like, why the fuck should I, like, not do that just because it f- feels, like, scary to do it? Like, why should I? Like, I was always very much, like, felt uncomfortable and, and felt, like, self-conscious of, I know it's, like, really cliche, but, like, who's looking and what are they thinking and all the rest of it. I'm not going to feel like I don't deserve to be able to do all this stuff like any less than whoever else is is doing it. Like, I'm just going to do it now. And I've never like that before about anything in, you know, in the gym or anything like that. Yeah, I think that's so, well. that'll, that'll lead into your life as well. That'll lead into different aspects of your life, which is which is vital as well. I think that, I said, it's one self-belief, but two, to be having the ability to actually back yourself. And actually understand yeah. that. I think you've, you've actually started, I think it's only the last few weeks, if you don't mind me saying you've actually grasped the, the actual thing of, I'm capable of much more than I think. I, I yeah. think myself, whether it be in the gym, whether it be with health and fitness, whether it be with life or things in your day-to-day life, you're capable of so much more than, and you can, you deserve to do so much more than you think you do. Feel like you don't deserve to get these things. And like you said, I think you mentioned at the very start, about not to feel like you don't deserve it. Every single person deserves to feel confident, deserves to feel happy, deserves to push themselves and is capable of so much more than they actually mentally think they, they are, which I think that's a very good aspect to get in a coach as well. Whereas me personally, because I'm, I'm an outsider, I can take away all the emotions, take away all your feelings. And I can see you're capable of this. Now let's try and try it. Where on your own, you might think I'm okay, but that's a good thing but to explain. But I think that kind of comes back to, you know, when you said at the beginning, what would you say to somebody that's like on the fence over whether to work with you or, or not? if somebody like yourself is wanting to work with someone that you know what you're talking about and if you if you if you looked at somebody and thought I'm not going to be able to work with them then they're not going to be able to to do what they need to do you wouldn't do it would you I think normally before I even ask someone the question I'd say in case with you I help them a hell of a lot I just genuinely want to help them secondly I see whether they actually would work with me and I'd work with them because it's not just, it's not one way. As I said, I wouldn't just say a client for taking a client's seat. I'd want to actually know that we're going to work together to actually achieve your goal and we're going to have a good time. We're going to have fun. We're actually going to, you're going to do the work required. And as you've said, it's a case of, I need to know if you want this as much as you think you do first. And I actually want to see, do you actually want to find out if you're capable? Because I can say as much as I want, you're capable of more, you'll do more, believe in yourself. But if you don't actually want to do that, you don't want to believe that, you're never going to even want to do that. I think it's hard for people sometimes because it's not, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but like I haven't really got that many friends that are like, that are that into kind of like health and fitness and stuff. And, and it's not something that's typically kind of like celebrated. Wanting to improve yourself is not something that is generally you're encouraged to do by people. Like any anybody that's been on any kind of like a weight loss body transformation journey, you'll find that people will constantly tell you, "Oh, you, yeah, but you're you're all right now. You don't need to you don't need to lose any more weight now. Just stay as you are now." Or you get them when they go, "Oh, you weren't well, you weren't even that fat to begin with," and it's like people constantly 
will try to sort of ignore or like discredit your like achievements and how far you've come people will discourage you from doing these things for yourself I don't know why but that's just weird little thing that is in like human nature so that's why it is helpful if it's something that you want to do and that you are interested in it's really helpful to have that support because the encouragement and even just people to have conversations with about things that you might be lacking in your life, like you'll find it in that environment. Yeah, I think as well, you mentioned about people putting you down or I think it's a case with that is one, it's not all about, oh, you don't need to lose weight or you don't need to get bigger or you don't need to, you don't need to get stronger or you look fine as you are. If It's not even a case of improving health, health and fitness, as you've mentioned loads of times today. It's about self-improvement in general. Like, for example, I have some clients, even you at this point now, we're not at a stage where you want to overly lose loads of weight or put loads of muscle on or get really, really strong or really, really fast or go a very, very long distance. It's just a case of, I want to improve myself and I want to constantly be improving myself, not just in the gym, with my health and fitness, with my nutrition, with my habits, with my lifestyle, with my mentality, with my confidence. I just want to have some self-improvement, which people think they only need the coach when they need to lose weight or want to gain muscle when it's a lot more intricate than that. So what would you actually say to someone who's considering joining me and actually being part of my coaching team and being Doing yourself in team on queer coaching? I would, I would say that the, the best thing that I've done is just going with the whole thing. Like, I was always, from when I said, yeah, let's do it, I was a bit like, I don't know how much I'm going to get out of this, don't know how long I'm going to want to do it for, but I might as well just go with it. You know, even in the first sort of like two months, like there were times where I had doubts about how how much I was going to get out of it or how long I was going to want to do it for. But I just thought, well, no, I'm just going to persevere with it. And I think it takes time to get used to it. And it takes time for you to actually realise what you're getting from it. And you have to kind of trust in that process and making that investment in yourself, it sends a big sort of like message to yourself subconsciously. And I think the biggest thing that you can do is to make that commitment and ask for that support because you might have the knowledge or you might have consistency, but without the support, you haven't got everything that you need to go to the next level that you want to go to. Wanted to uh, talk to go back to when you know when you said about sometimes if you when you are kind of trying to improve like your health and fitness and people will try and minimize what you're doing or discredit or or just not be encouraging thoughts about that we've said oh that's you know people do that when they're not kind of happy you know with themselves and and that's something that is really off-putting when you're trying to do something when people almost you know make out as if you're doing too much or kind of like take the piss or whatever but I don't I don't think it is like as it's just that they're not happy with themselves I think they see that do you wanting to improve yourself as it's a sign of wanting to improve in general and and, and it's almost like I'm seeing this person wanting to improve like health and fitness that means that they want to improve themselves and elevate in other ways and that means that I might see that person as a threat. The thing is, sometimes people don't want to get left behind. If, if someone like weird colleagues see you and you, you both started to here and they slowly see you moving away, it makes them realise how unhappy they are because they're seeing you getting happier and happier. Whatever goal you, you may achieve, you're constantly feeling happier. You're coming into work, you're looking better, you're feeling better, you're talking more confidently, you're feeling happier, you're more upbeat, you've got more energy, but they're still down there. It's, there, it's a bit of a reality check for them thinking, fuck, I'm not happy. I think sometimes rather than working on themselves, they'll shoot you down because it's the easier option. Whereas 
instead of putting the work in themselves and they're doing what you've done instead of working hard and actually achieving what you've achieved, the easier option is to just put you down and try and squish you back down to their level. I think sometimes people depend on you having the like the confidence levels that you have and, and them staying there, staying the same in order for you to fulfill the function that you fulfill for them. So when you do try and improve yourself and you go through these journey, you might sometimes find that people aren't kind of who you thought they were, but then you can also find like support from people that you never would have expected it from either as well. You may be happy for you, but it might be someone who isn't, doing all that for themselves but they're, they're really like still genuinely really happy for you like people when you sort of go through like a bit of transformative experience things around you sort of surprise you a little bit and bit people as well that going back to the point of people feeling happy or pushing you down well i think it's a really good lesson for anyone who's maybe listening to this or anyone who feels this way with not even if they're being horrible or putting you down, but if, if they see someone else, like a work colleague, or they see you doing really well, and that makes them yeah. feel anxious or feel bad about themselves or feel a bit shit or a bit self-conscious about themselves, your transition and your transformation reflects back on them. That could be a yeah. really good sign for them to take action, and then to, that could be a really good trigger. But instead of them putting you down, I think, do you know what? I'm going to take action. They think, of, well, if, if he can do it in, in work and he's like me, then why can't I? So sometimes if you flip that on its head a little bit, that can be a really good opportunity if, if anyone's li- listening to this feeling that way to actually just take action and do it themselves and not just reflect it onto the person who's doing it, to take it into your own hands, not chase them feeling worse, but actually try and match them for how happy they're feeling and follow their journey as well. That was absolutely fantastic, Adam, an absolute pleasure. As you said, me and Adam have been working together for um, six, seven months now. It's been an absolutely fantastic journey. I'm sure there'll be a, a lot more to come. But yeah, have you got anything more to add? Anything you'd like to say? The only thing, the biggest thing I would say, I've done everything. Like I've done every single diet or tried so many different like mindsets to kind of like change the person that I was. But like the biggest differentiator, probably the only differentiator is that consistency. One thing I'd like to say is thank you to Adam for one, doing this. It's been an absolute pleasure. Some of the conversation we've had has been fantastic and I've really enjoyed this and the fact that you've been able to open up, speak your mind and actually be open enough from the fact of your growth and your confidence to actually be able to do this. Thank you for being you and thank you for being an absolutely fantastic client because honestly, if I had a million clients like you, I'd be the happiest coach in the world because you put the work in, you're interactive, you support one another, you support people in the group, you're always got a smile on your face, you're always there for me, same way I'm always there for you. So I'd like to say a big thank you for you as well. So that is the end of the case study now. Absolutely fantastic chat with Adam, some really good insight into him, our time together, things he's done, things he's achieved, how it's made him feel, the impact that our health and fitness and exercise had on his life, and what we've actually done, working together, and everything we've achieved so far. And I've got a nice little chat, a lot of really good insights, and hope all of you guys enjoyed that, and any of you took one thing from that whole conversation, I'll be absolutely made up. So thank you very much for listening. Please, anything you have learned from this case study, anything, if it's taught you absolutely anything, take action, don't wait. Don't wait for the right opportunity. Don't wait till you feel confident enough. Don't wait till you think you're ready. Just take action. Because ultimately, if you take action, you're going to find out one way or another. Whereas if you don't, you're going to sit on the fence and you're never actually going to commit to achieving your goal to knowing whether you want to achieve your goal and whether you will. But would you rather answer that question? I'm not for certain. So take action. No matter what that action is, whether it's doing a coaching with myself, getting advice from somewhere else, just taking your first step in your journey or pushing yourself a little bit further than you think you actually could go, do it. Do it today. Do it right now. That being said, if anyone needs any further help, any further guidance, any further support, any general questions, or just a bit of a helping hand or someone to talk to, I am always there to help with any of those things. So you can reach me by Instagram, at Coaching, 
same on Facebook, Own Quiet Coaching, in the gym, in Liverpool 1, or any means, whether it be for a friend, I'm there to support you every step of the way, no matter what that step is or where that step's going. So thank you for listening and have a brilliant day. The end of the case study now, absolutely fantastic chat with Adam, some really good insight into him, our time together, things he's done, things he's achieved, how it's made him feel, the impact that our health and fitness and exercise had on his life, and what we've actually done, working together, and everything we've achieved so far. And I've got a nice little chat, a lot of really good insights, and hope all of you guys enjoyed that, and any of you took one thing from that whole conversation, I'll be absolutely made up. So thank you very much for listening. Please, please anything you have learned from this case study, anything, if it's taught you absolutely anything, take action. Don't wait. Don't wait for the right opportunity. Don't wait till you feel confident enough. Don't wait till you think you're ready. Just take action. Because ultimately, if you take action, you're going to find out one way or another. Whereas if you don't, you're going to sit on the fence and you're never actually going to commit to achieving your goal to knowing whether you want to achieve your goal and whether you will. But would you rather answer that question and know for certain? So take action. No matter what that action is, whether it's doing a coaching with myself, getting advice from somewhere else, just taking your first step in your journey or pushing yourself a little bit further than you think you actually could go, do it. Do it today. Do it right now. That being said, if anyone needs any further help, any further guidance, any further support, any general questions, or just a bit of a helping hand or someone to talk to, I'm always there to help with any of those things. So you can reach me by Instagram, at Own Queer Coaching, same on Facebook, Own Queer Coaching, in the gym, in Liverpool 1, or any means, whether it be for your friend, I'm there to support you every step of the way, no matter what that step is or where that step's going. So thank you for listening and have a brilliant day.